Hey everybody, welcome back to the In Theory I Was Right podcast. I, of course, am still Harris Kaufman, and today I am joined by Braina. Hey. That's your name. It's not my name. It's Braina. You may have noticed a little... It's Raina. A, a jingle, uh, an intro jingle, and trying some new shit out. Um, I hope it gives it more of the um, posery podcast feel. So hopefully... Uh, Hopefully that'll uh, that'll catch on. Uh, it's taken me a well longer than it should have to figure out how to introduce this um, into the podcast, but you know I figured it out, and uh, hopefully it'll uh, hopefully it'll it'll work. So today marks the third day since Game of Thrones finale, the yes. series finale. Um, that marks what um, eleven years? When did it start? I can't remember. I don't know exactly the date that it started. It's been on for several years. This is the eighth season. Uh, you all know this, obviously, because you are listening to this podcast. And why would you listen to this podcast if you hadn't uh, seen the show? Now, um, I uh, you, uh, did you watch from the beginning? Yes, I did. You watched from, from the premiere? From the very beginning, I was into the show. Into the show. Read the books, that kind of thing. Have you read all the books? I stopped somewhere in the third or fourth book. But they're long books. They're they are, long. and I yes, and once I wanted to read them all before the show started, mm-hmm. and um, I found that the story was so complex that it was very difficult to stick to it. And mm-hmm. just as there are so many subplots within the show itself, mm-hmm. all of those subplots and more are in the books. And without having a face to a name, it was very difficult for me to follow. Hard to keep track. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, once I started seeing the people and faces, you could much better understand the whole big picture. I think. The big picture, and, and and you can associate those names with actors that you know. Already. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, I'll admit, when I first started watching it, I had a hard time mm-hmm. keeping track of everybody. Um, but the the seventh season, season seven, mm-hmm. um, is. It, it 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 ended and then we we didn't get season eight until what a year and a half later. I'm not sure. They yeah. they took a long time off. And I mean, I didn't have to wait because I hadn't watched Game of Thrones ever. And then I was actually listening to another podcast describe uh, the long night, the battle scene, the the, the, the episode, the, the episode, the long night, mm-hmm. and they described one scene in it. And I was like, well, shit, I, I want to see that. That sounds awesome. And I was like, all right, well, in order for that to make sense, I got to see the show. So I started watching mm-hmm. the show, and I watched the whole show <laughs> in four, <laughs> 15 days? Yeah, it was something like that. I and watched... it, will, it is notable that you didn't ever succumb to any other kind of pressure about the show. You know, just you were kind of not a hater, but I think that you were not into the hype about the show and then this one thing actually spurred you into No one ever to everyone watch. Was, has always told me that I I got to watch the show. No one ever gave me any compelling reasons why I should uh-huh. watch the show. I've like, never well, pushed you. You've into never it. pushed me. Um and and the fact that everyone was into it really mm-hmm. I was like Ugh, fine. It's it, a little bit yeah, eye rolly when everybody is really over the top into something. Yeah, and and everyone was really annoying about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I I never had, had any desire to watch it, but when they described one part of the battle scene in the long night, I was like, okay, that is, if that's 
the way they're describing it, that's cool. And that mm-hmm. sounds like something that I would be into. And also, you can't just watch that episode and get the emotional payoff that that moment right. provides. It means, it, mean, it means nothing just out Correct. of context. So I started watching it on a Friday on Friday night, you know, on, on a Friday night, and then just <laughs> binged it all that weekend, and then <laughs> then two or three a night, and then all the next weekend, and then by the, the first episode, the last episode was the first episode I was able to see live. Yes. And so I'm... Everything is fresh and new to me, mm-hmm. um, and I and uh, to be fair, I've had like ten years of spoilers, so I knew what the red wedding was. Mm-hmm. I knew that Hodor dies. Mm-hmm. I knew that, well, that's I knew there were dragons, and you know all, all the all, every major thing that could be spoiled. Mm-hmm. I knew that that uh, Esmeralda, what's her name? Um, Who the old uh, the red lady Melisandre. Melisandre. I knew that she was a million years old. Oh or yeah, yeah. The thousand-year-old puss. The thousand-year-old puss. <laughs> and so I, even with that, you know, I still watched it. And so, where to begin? Let's, I, I want to start with the, the thing that I really appreciated, I think, the most was how the, and, and, and I'm not just talking about this the last season. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Game of Thrones as a whole. And, you know, we'll give you, I'll go through the cliff notes. I won't dwell on everything. But they never lets you get comfortable with who a character was in the relationships they had. And by by that I mean the second you really feel like you know who a character is mm-hmm. and what their MO is and how they interact with other people, they would change. They would change it. And I'll give you an example. The the hound. Mm-hmm. You know, he he starts off as some like mangled you know, Joffrey stooge mm-hmm. and you think he's just all Lannister, like he's all the way in, and then about halfway through the second season or something like that, he he dips, mm-hmm. and you still think he's he's kind of a bastard. But by the seventh season, by the eighth season, you are you glad he's him. there, yeah, and you like him as a character. Well, it's a true character development, which is what makes you emotionally invested in a story. And you never really, like, well, at least I never really appreciated the relationship between him and Arya. Mm-hmm. Until, until the last episode when yeah. when he's like you you can't come with me because you're gonna die right. Um, well, I and, think the show is rife with very complicated relationships and complicated characters like him. You know, more complicated than I think any other show that's out there. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And it, like in a way that these people are kind of terrible and they do terrible things, and yet you're sad when they die <laughs> or go through some sort of strife. Right, and <laughs> and there are qualifications to that. And 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 another example of that is I think uh, Cersei. Mm-hmm. She's awful throughout the whole show. However, when that uh, like religious group, the the free uh, the. God, why can't the I birds or whatever they were the the, the whatever the sparrows. the sparrows like whenever they come into power mm-hmm. granted it's her doing but you're like ooh you really don't like them I didn't I really no, did not like them not. and I was rooting for her to win in that scenario yeah. every other scenario I'm wait I'm, well, I want her to to lose but but when they were like the topic I'm like okay she's gonna fuck some shit up and I want her to yeah. do that yes obviously a complicated character unreasonable on so many levels. But like so like Lena Hetty. Yeah. Like really good in in making you hate her. Which oh, is yeah. which is uh so let's let's talk about the cast. Cast was I mean I know them, a lot of them, um, from the show. I, I didn't really know 
I mean, uh, and, and then some of the younger characters got their start there, like Maisie yeah. Williams, Sophie Turner. They got their start there. I mean, Kit Harrington. I've never seen him in anything before. I don't know if it was his first big show, but it seemed to be Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jason Momoa. No one knew who Jason Momoa was before before That's Cal Drogo. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, everyone. I never thought there was a weak link, as far as casting casting goes. Or, or, or as far as performance goes, other yeah. than maybe brand, but that's that was the character. Yeah, there's really not a lot you can do with someone who's <laughs> kind of just wheelchair bound and you know just like kind of there. Who becomes the fucking king at the, the king, end? And, and we'll get to that. But you know, there are there are so many. Um, I mean, the whole time they're talking about winter is coming. Well, when the, winters they they kept talking about it for seven seasons. Right. And then winter, I mean, it, first of all, in the north, it, it didn't change because it's always winter there. Well, it is, and it's, it's interesting that they talk about winter, and it's in this world, in Westeros, it's seemingly almost like a supernatural type of season. We don't know how long these seasons last. They last it sounds like they last years, years and we yeah. don't know if that's metaphorical or literal. Mm-hmm. You know, we just always kind of hear about it. Mm-hmm. And clearly, at the wall, it's always winter. It's always snowing. It's always ice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't really know what that refers to what because there's their places, version of winter. Yeah, because there's places like Dorne. Does winter ever touch Dorne or Marine, where right, you know, right, the, right. or or Slaver's Bay or mm-hmm. whatever? We don't have an indication of that. We so. don't know what that means for everybody. Yeah, it's kind of a, a an ambiguous. Let's talk about the thing. houses. So you know, the main focus was let's just would. You, would you say that the Stark was the biggest family? The Stark family is the biggest family? Or the, mo- the most important family? They yes. talk about them a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, you know, the Targaryens, the Lannisters, the, the Starks, and Baratheons. Yeah. But Baratheons, I think it's they're, because... They're basically gone after the first right, season and a half. Right, and except for Gendry. Gendry. Um, but yeah, there's no other survivors of that house. So we can just, I mean... I mean, Robert, but they all have a, a big character. role to play in the entire series. All they of those do. families. Then you've got the. I mean, the thing is, like with the Starks, I didn't really care. I mean, like care individually, like the family, like individually, you know, I, 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 well, I can't even say that that I, about Jon Snow because he's not a Stark, even though he was raised. Mm. Um, but you know, Ned Stark, I, I didn't really care. I didn't. I mean, you know, he died, and I understand that that was the catalyst for so many things, but mm-hmm. I, I don't like Sophie Turner. Not a Sophie Turner fan. And I think for the first six seasons, um, Sansa was the most annoying character. Yeah, she's it's very like, sniveling and like... Just like have some balls. As, and as soon as someone shows her some humanity, she's a shithead to that person. Yeah. You know, like someone who's beneath her status. Yeah. Um, and then eventually... And that's hard to like. I did like where that she was able to kind of man up towards the end mm-hmm. and and she comes into her own and she's able to you know just kind of stand up for herself and maybe i guess fulfill the prophecy that you know she's a lady of winterfell so be a be a heroine don't just be some stooge you know some yeah. some, a some figurehead. cannon fodder for for mm-hmm. the for the lannisters but um you know and and all of the stark children are are separated eventually mm-hmm. but like bran is the whole i mean and you saw me watching this yeah the the whole time i was like why do we care what happens yeah. to him well whenever 
we cut to his scenes, it's always like, ugh, a groaner. Like, like can we just get it's through so this? Boring. And there are some important kernels in there that you need to pay attention to. You know, you learn how the Night King was created. You learn about um, Jon Snow's true origin. Parents. You know, there's a lot, Parents you know, Hoder's yeah. story, which isn't really important to this. You know, it's like you care. Right. But it's not a, a piece of the plot. Right. Um. But yeah, it is tiresome to see what he's going through and why. Like I, I, I get, I suppose, his importance to the story, but ultimately, there was no part that there was no there was no part of his journey that I ever cared about. No, you never really all. care about him. And even Arya, like when when she goes to, uh, where does she go? She goes to Bravos. Mm-hmm. Do not care. Do not care about the whole at all. God of death. And and I guess that's where she learns to fight or something, but I, I don't care. She like you could you could have you she uses that, you know, face of of other people to I guess kill um the phrase the phrase Walter Frey. Which is which is fine, but ultimately there was another way to do that to get. There. I don't know. I just didn't really care about it's her. It's highly either. criticized as a very meaningless plot point. Yeah, and for good reason. That being said, even though I didn't care about her journey, I did like who she became at I, the end. Yeah, I agree. And and even though she was like small and and whatever, I, I never at no point was I like, oh, this is just this is unbelievable or unearned or whatever. Um, even though I didn't really care about her, mm-hmm. you know, her journey. Jon Snow, everyone like the fan favorite. Everyone loves that guy, and and I Jon get Snow. it. And he was it, it was a he was a good character. He's great. He, he had a good story. Um, I think that I mean you know, and I'll get to the end. You know, I'll talk about, I guess his uh, his ultimate the ultimate outcome once mm-hmm. we once we talk about the finale. But you know, he I mean he was a, he was a great character. He was not my favorite character. Um, I'd say Tyrion Lannister was my favorite character. He's just like. I yeah, mean, he has an incredible arc too. Yeah, I, I, he, I also he love Tormund. Tormund is just my favorite. Tormund is good. <laughs> Tormund is good, and we'll get to the free people, to the to the wildlings. Um, but yeah, and Sean Bean. The second you see Sean Bean, you know he's going to die. You know, because he dies in every. In every, in every <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a matter of time. One does not cast Sean Bean and expect him not and to die. Expect him to make it <laughs> to the end. Um, but yeah, so then, then, then there's that. Then you get into Lannisters and. Some of the some of the strongest actors in that family, you know, Peter oh. Dinklage. This is not his first rodeo, and he is so good at at being making that that character bigger than his stature. I think, and he really, I don't know. I, I mean, he's just it, it, he's surrounded by by rapscallions, and he's just he's the good guy. He's just he's kind to everyone. And everything, anytime he's had to do something horrible, it's because mm-hmm. it, it kind of had to be done. He's unexpectedly kind. I unexpectedly think. kind, and everybody takes advantage of him and shits on him, and mm-hmm. just you know, I, I mean, treated him unfairly. I mean, he's and, well and, from the day he was born. And I loved that, and, and I'll get into that a little bit more. That Jamie and him were a close, were close, and yeah. that he didn't treat him like everybody mm-hmm. else treated him. And 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 that's another that's. One of the things that I that I meant about like you never really knew who a character was until the end, I suppose, because you know when Jamie starts out, he starts out as this cocky. You don't you think of him as a scoundrel, mm-hmm. and as the show goes on, you really understand that he's 
you know, he's troubled, certainly, but he's also a, he also has empathy. Mm -hmm. He's capable of empathy. He's capable of doing the right thing Mm -hmm. when everyone around him is not. And, and you can tell that like, he really resents the Kingslayer moniker and, you know, he carries that burden with him and that, that has informed, I think his actions pretty much any, any time after the, the first season, you know, when he's just, he's just tired of everyone expecting mm-hmm. him to be, to be, you know, the, the, the oath breaker and all that stuff. Well, you know, it was really interesting watching you move through the seasons at this expedited pace. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, you know, waiting a year and, you know, you kind of have this slower gradual and having to wait a week between episodes right. in that, within that season. Um, it's a much different experience than, seeing it as you did and it was cool because I got to I, I came I didn't watch every episode with you but the right. ones that I did I was like oh yeah I remember this and mm-hmm. and you know to see that development happen more quickly is very interesting but it never seemed abrupt right you know so yeah. I, like even even watching it at that expedited pace it never seemed too abrupt it still seemed natural and organic the way that it played out and and he doesn't just flip a coin and turn from sc- scoundrel to, to no to a good guy like you see him make the transition and you see the events that lead to that transition mm-hmm. like his relationship with Brienne mm-hmm. uh of Tarth and that that was a really good relationship that I that that I, I really liked uh, yeah and at first I remember you not liking Brienne you were like uh this chick uh this chick well but I think I you mean, ended up first, really liking her character she was yes yeah. and and she was one of one of the few I guess noble characters in in the yeah, show who really kind of sticks to her to her values her values yeah yeah, yeah. and you know. <sighs> When at the end, when Jamie and Cersei die, that scene is sad because of Jamie. It's not sad because of Cersei. I and, agree. And like you feel, you feel bad about Cersei, or at least I, I felt bad about Cersei dying because of the way that it was going to make Jamie sad. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that he failed. He wasn't able to save her. Even you know, he, he's never been one to not be able to sacrifice his life. Um, or, or never afraid to sacrifice his life mm-hmm. to for the greater good, or at least to to for his mission. Mm-hmm. Like when he went to go and slay um, Khaleesi, and and he knew that he was about to get burned up by oh, the dragon, yeah. and then and then Bran Bran saved him. But that was what Bron. that was Bronn, and that's that was about that was what about that scene uh, was sad to me is that. She wasn't dying. It wasn't sad that she was dying. It was sad that he was going to be, that he wasn't able to save mm-hmm. her, and that and that he was sad because of that. And that was that that moment was um, was uh, was tough for for that reason. Mm-hmm. Not be, you know, I wanted I wanted Cersei out of that like to to die. Yeah, we all wanted her to die. Yeah, we didn't want her to last the entire series. And the, the, they did a weird like normalization of incest, like. You know, yeah. like, like they just normalized it. Like, yeah, this is what's happening. We we just got to deal with it. Um, yeah, that's true. So then we get to the we we have the wildlings mm-hmm. who were and, and, and that's another that's another thing. Like they start out, they're the enemy. They're yeah. the enemy, and you want them to fail. Like the like the they're uh, dangerous and scary. They're and... Da- when they are attacking the wall, and I'm, yeah. I, you heard me. I'm like I'm sitting there watching these giants attack the wall, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, just kill these fuckers. Yeah, yeah, and then. You know they they lose, and you're like you just want these this enemy to lose, right? And then 
in the next season, you're you're rooting for yeah. them in the Battle of the Bastards. You you, you I I was like, oh, this poor giant. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there alone, swinging at nothing, and then you you just you're rooting for these for these people. Mm-hmm. The, the the way that their their relationships change, you never get comfortable with who they are. Even with right. Littlefinger, like he's good, he's bad, he's good, he's useful, he's bad. Mm-hmm. Like like That's he's true. <laughs> he's the one who who saves yeah the Jon Snow at the Battle yeah. of the Bastard. He's the one who shows up. Mm-hmm. With with the veil, the Knights of the Veil. If it, if it wasn't for him, to- Sophie Turner, whatever. If it, if it wasn't for him, everyone in that scene would have been dead. Why am I not remembering what actually happens to him? Do they just never address it at the end? No, no, he gets killed. What? Who kills him? Um, uh, Sansa. When 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 he tries to play her and Arya against each other, uh, they she she convenes this like mock court and she goes, I'm I'm. Uh, and, and, and oh, we, that... we think that she's talking to Arya. She's like, I, I charge you with treason and murder. Oh. Littlefinger, or whatever it is. Oh, sorry, and, I forgot about that. And he, he's like, well, hold on, what? <laughs> and then Arya goes up and cuts his, okay, cuts his throat. Right. But, but and, and Tormund is, he's he, he becomes a fan favorite. Oh, absolutely. Because he's fun. Uh, and he's he's wild and nutty. And, and then you start to feel bad because... These these free men are just they're refugees and they're not they're not trying to get to attack the Night's Watch because they want to kill the Night's Watch. They want to get away from the the real danger the the uh, the White Walkers. They know that mm-hmm. and they're just trying. I mean, you although really... they have had a rich past of fighting with the Night's Watch and raiding and doing all those right. kinds of things, but so it's right. like an understood. You know, it's not like they they have no reason to be a, to right. be a, to be <laughs> at, at odds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the and then and then you know at the end, I, I just like you feel bad for like this tribe because it's like okay, this is not their fight. The fight you know about when they get to the north mm-hmm. and they're asked to like choose sides in the battle of the bastards. It's like this is not yeah. their fight, and they do it anyway because of like. Their their sense of duty to Jon Snow, who helped them and who let them through, and all that stuff. And it's like you just want the best for everyone, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That, and and uh, you know, I, and I, I got to watch this in a condensed, you know, in a in a condensed fashion. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the first six seasons were. I mean, it was all it it, it was all good. It's all good, and the the times that things happened were not, uh, I was not expecting. Like, I thought Joffrey died way earlier than he did. And he, he's alive until, like, season I know. five. Or I know. I was waiting for him to just die. I and think we didn't. all were. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the Red Wedding happened earlier than I thought it would. Yes. And I, I that's actually the first, the only thing I had seen. Well, I had actually seen the Red Wedding. And I was like, and it, made, it, made, it meant nothing to me because I didn't mm-hmm. know who, who any of those characters were. And uh, yeah, so, Rob Stark dies very early. Early, and you're it's that's that's a tough one because you know you're rooting for him this whole time, and you know he never really did it, did it for me. Like I, I, he was never a bad character, but I never really cared. Yeah, I guess you so don't much. get so he's not around long enough, attached. I suppose. And then, uh, like on the kind of flip side of that, like Theon Greyjoy, you know, he just keeps. Oh God, he got such a raw deal. And also, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't like him because he kept 
making the wrong choices. Yes. And he, he kept getting these opportunities to be better better, and to do the right thing. And he always made the wrong choice mm-hmm. until the very end. And and I, I guess he is redeemed because he, he, he sacrificed himself to the Night King knowing full well that he was going to die. Mm-hmm. He charged at him. I mean, he was brave in one instance. And not to mention just charging at the the night king and he fought off a lot of people and killed them off before before he, he got even there. got there so there was a plenty of bodies on the ground just because of him yeah you know that that were coming for bran yeah and i mean so he was he was definitely useful and he did and and i, I am glad that he 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 was able to 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 be brave and 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 to do the right thing but it's like i just wish he had done it earlier you know yeah. and like like when his sister breaks into the to to What's his name? Yeah. Bolton's jail, mm-hmm. and uh, Ramsey Bolton's jail tries to free him, and tries to free him, and he and it's like she's she's there. Go. Yeah. There were a lot of opportunities for him, and it's hard to watch. It is, yeah. And I mean, I, and it's 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 especially hard because I think they had the coolest like crest and the cool like, like yeah. The thing is the, <laughs> the kraken. Like it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, their culture is very interesting. You know, they you have to. Drown and come God. back to life by yourself with no help from anyone else. <laughs> and that's another thing. Uh-huh. So, Huron, 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 like that that character. I mean, you, you you're supposed to hate him, but he comes out he of comes out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, he's he's never mentioned totally at, at all yes. in the previous seasons, and then in in like the seventh season, he just shows up. Yeah. And like, who the fuck is this guy? And why and do like I care? He's like this, like swaggering pirate like, type, and and, and yeah. like if if you had just mentioned him, <laughs> just mentioned him, like oh shit, that's the guy yeah. that 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 we should have been worried about. But they make no men- we didn't even know that there was there was yeah, a, a brother family. to the king. Well, not to mention not king, you don't really the father. Like we know. Well, I guess I don't know. Whatever we're going to talk about the actual finale and how it ends and things that are unanswered. But oh God, there's so many. There's so many things. Um, and there, there are so many characters that, from being an outsider and hearing people talk about, that I thought were going to play such larger parts in oh in the in the show. Like who? The mountain. Oh yeah. Okay. That's Everyone's a like, good point. "Ooh, the mountain! The mountain! He's so big! The mountain! He, he's in like four episodes collectively. Yeah. Has no dialogue. Right." And then does he does nothing? He does very little. He does like I thought that he was gonna be a main character, like 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 absolutely essential to the plot. Yes, and, I can see that as a, from an outside perspective. And I, I'm, I'm in it. I'm like, when does he show up? Mm-hmm. He and and he's played by three different actors, mm-hmm. and none of which look alike, other than being tall. And so I'm like, it, it was it was it, it was really confusing to mm-hmm. me. And that's and so I'm like this this character is completely throwaway. I didn't need him, and I was disappointed with how much how much like hype hype was was mm-hmm. was about this guy. Um, and then like who else? There what there are, there are other ones. Um, the Dothraki. I thought that they were going to play a bigger role. Um, you know they they did play an important role towards the end, but we see them in the first season. And then we don't see them again until like season seven, basically when she gets when when Daenerys gets kidnapped by them. Yeah, you know, and we I mean they're built up. Everyone was talking about them for the entire oh, I don't run really know. of the show, but they were only in it for you know what 
three seasons? Mm-hmm. Season two, Well, I mean, they're seasons? there kind of in the background, you know, but they're not, they're not prevalent characters. And really, there's no prevalent character other than Cal Drogo. Like, we understand yeah. the Dothraki as, yeah. a, as a group, but as there's a no one in it You're specifically. Right. Um, so, you know, that was a little, I mean, they were cool in the, in the scenes that, that we got of them and I wanted to see more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to maybe see a character emerge and, you know, I don't know. They were kind of just were like this amorphous you know, group. Um, what else? Injuries. Let's talk injuries. Injuries. And, and rather the inconsistency of injuries. <laughs> I mean, like speaking of Dothraki, Khal Drogo That's dying I mean. of yeah. He he like he gets he gets a, he gets a cut across his chest. Yeah, it's it's admittedly not that big a deal, and then he just dies. Yeah, but Jamie Lannister gets his fucking hand cut off, and it's just fine, and it's all. And another example is the Hound. The Hound when After he his fight with Brienne. He fights Brienne. He falls off a goddamn cliff. It gets a huge gash, sword gash in his neck, and. But he's fine. Well, we think he's left for dead, but then he just doesn't. But then die. he shows up again. Yes. Um, so the, the inconsistencies with the injuries were was was problematic for me. Um, and then the the gratuitous sex scenes mm-hmm. it, it tapered off towards so the much. end of of the show, like the last two it seasons. It becomes a lot less important. Well, it's never important. It's never important, but to the show, I mean. But they they throw it in a lot less, right? And you know, I think like we've said. It being HBO, they like to flex that nudity and sexual because content. Because they can. Because they can. It's what sets them apart from regular ass TV. But, uh, yeah, so that... It's very rapey in the beginning. It, and and I, that I, I understand that choice just because, I mean, this is... They really shove it down your throat, though. <laughs> yeah, they don't, I mean... Not intended, but... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they overdo it. I mean, yes. we, we get it. There's lots of promiscuous sex happening. Well, and I think like we said, uh, you know, I've never seen or witnessed a group of more sexually virile people That's all in my entire life. Yeah, about. it's their sole motivation. I don't know anyone like that in real life. We got... We got a bangerang. Well, I also, I mean, like. Also, they get pregnant. Basically, that's what that's that was, that was the next thing. Like, apparently, um, well, first, incest has absolutely no impact on birth defects. Right. Like, you could have right. everyone's banging their 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 relatives, and the kids are coming out fine. In the real world, they'd all be mongoloid. You know, like. Right. Well, like, Jeffrey is pretty. Joffrey, I mean, is pretty weird looking, but and a bastard. Well, he's at least. Son of a sh- Like. And maybe he's emotionally skewed or something like that. Either way, it just doesn't really seem to um, realistic. It's n- nothing's. Re- I mean, it, it's a fantasy world, but like they <laughs> did, they did ground it in some form of reality yeah. that I guess you know we're we're picking and choosing here. Um, other issues that I had, um, and you know, let's let's we can go ahead and just get into the. You know, the final season. The first seven seasons, I thought, were very consistent, mm-hmm. real good. Um, there's a, a lot happens, a lot of subplots, and, and ultimately, it that's the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, the seventh season ends, and I'm, I'm... Well, you know what? Before we get into that, <laughs> before we even get into that, we, we still haven't talked about... Um, there's a pug... There's pugs the, snoring. That, in the those are the, the the sounds you're hearing. Is please ignore. <laughs> please ignore. They're sleeping pugs. Um, is Daenerys Targaryen? Khaleesi. Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen. Like she's completely separate 
from basically from Westeros. Yes. She's separate from everything that's happening. And they build this character up, and I'll get into it, we'll get into it a little bit later. They build this character up as this righteous this righteous being, this person that actually, you know, she is a queen and she does what is necessary sometimes, but ultimately she does have a general sense of a moral compass. Yes, a general moral agenda. She's the liberator. She's the one who is, like, she's... She was prophesized, you know, quote unquote, as as being the ki- the queen or the the the, the ruler of, of the seven kingdoms. That the rightful ruler that was that was who was supposed to be it. And and we see all these other uh, pretenders that aren't like we, we can see their character defects, and they're clearly not going to be um, ex- acceptable mm-hmm. leaders. And then they they they, they spend seven seasons. Building her up and showing us why she should be queen, mm-hmm. why she's the right choice, getting us on board, getting us on did. board, yeah, and and not really ever showing us that she isn't the right one mm-hmm. or that she has a propensity for doing the wrong thing because you know I mean and she did some questionable things like she nailed the the rich people of of marine to crosses and stuff like that, but you know they were terrible people and they were also it, it was in pursuit of freeing of actually freeing the slaves and well it's, and, it's thought of as a righteous act in, as opposed to senseless yeah i mean there, there was there was reason behind it right I suppose. it wasn't like they were defenseless or had no reason and and and, and, and to be guilty and the actions she took subsequent that you know like like actually trying to meet them halfway and stuff like that like it really showed that you know, she was not her father. She was not her father's daughter, and that she was able to, you know, just really make sense of of you know the crazy things that she was doing, and really put a, you know, just do make a better situation, even though she had done something horrible. Mm-hmm. So that's who we're led to believe she is, um, and and so we're getting into season eight, and and thank God. I did not have to think that I started when I started because if I had to wait for the end of season seven, a year and a half to see how that picks up, I'd be mm-hmm. very upset mm-hmm. because we, uh, towards the end of the season, we finally see Jon Snow and Daenerys and like, they are, they're there, they're together. And they're, they're, they're finally like kind of tying up these, these storylines have, have, have intersected. They're merging. And where, where they were, they were completely separate. And now we're seeing how they interact together because, you know, John's up in the north, and Daenerys is in the west or east or whatever. Um, so we finally see them interact, and that's what we want. That's what we've wanted from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We, that's what we want to see happen. So we're finally seeing that happen. And I don't have to wait, which is great. Uh, first season is fine. Or first episode's fine. Second, second episode's fine. But I'm like, just get to the long night, because that's what we all want. We know... Mm-hmm. That the White Walkers are coming, and and they've been they've been building up this this final battle for the for really for the for the entire seven seasons, mm-hmm. and so I had already and, and I told you like I said in the beginning I had already the reason that I started watching the show was because someone described that episode to me mm-hmm. um, briefly uh, in the podcast, and so. It's Saturday night. I've waited till, and and I did know that it was like really dark and kind of murky, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to watch it in the dark. And so you know, I waited till it was till it was nighttime, and 
you know, I've had a couple of drinks, so I'm feeling a little tipsy, and I, I, I put it on, and, like, my heart is, is racing. Like, I'm, I know what's going to happen. They build tension really and well. they built it so well. Like, mm-hmm. I was so nervous, and, and I, I knew, like, who had survived, mm-hmm. and, and I was still like, this is fucking crazy. You're gripped. I was, I was, I was locked in. But 100%. did you, I, I mean, you know, after I had watched it, because I, I'd watched it before you, I yeah. said that I got bored. You said you weren't, you didn't really love it that much. I didn't be, and I mean, I know the, the part that you're talking about with the, the Thraki going forward and all that, but I literally fast forwarded through parts of this. Well, I actually hadn't gotten to that part yet. Um, the scene that was described to me, that ultimately made me watch the entire show was when the Dothraki lifted their their swords and then they all ignited mm-hmm. and that you know that was cool but what was the the really what got me was when they all rode off and all you all you see is the light from their swords just slowly kind of extinguish as they're presumably murdered and you know it, it, it's it's such a scene that was it was once just a scene of triumph you know everyone's all like this is amazing that their their, their swords are, are are on fire and they're ready to go they're ready to go kick ass well, and they're fierce warriors who don't often meet an end like that right and and you don't expect them to just be extinguished right and then the the gravity of what's about to come really sets in and that scene, I'm like, oh, that was worth it. I watched it. I'm like, oh, it's worth it. I'm glad that I watched 75 hours <laughs> of the show more, more so. Um, you have to excuse the change in tone. Uh, we had to sw- switch mics halfway through conversation. So that's where we're at. Um, and then, but that everyone kind of said that that episode was the start of the end and how it, um, Really, kind of. It, by the end, I mean like the decline in quality. But I disagree. I really, I really liked that episode. It, it, there were so many moments in that in that episode that really I thought were just so superbly shot and directed and acted because it really kind of imposed this moment of of like dread and despair, and in moments like when. You see Podrick and Brienne and Jamie up against a literal wall. Mm-hmm. They're cornered by the army of the dead. And like they're just they're just slashing it at nothing. And and you see the unsullied, they're they're backing, they're they're being forced back against the um the trench mm-hmm. that, that is on fire. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, and, and it's just like this they're fighting a war that they cannot win. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and then they did end up doing that. That like for every person that's killed, that's just one more soldier for right. for the White Walkers. And so I'm sitting here watching this this episode, and it's just so it's heavy. It's heavy, and I think that it they did such a good job of making it meaningful. It did. I just personally felt like it was really long, and I was over. I, I got the idea, and. I just didn't, it just didn't hold my attention. I just wanted it to be over. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they, they, they've been building that fight up for seven seasons and yes. you know, they, they had to deliver. I get it. 
And then the following episode, which a lot of people had issues with. I really liked. I thought it was fine. I thought it's fantastic. I thought it was really, I thought it was really great. You know, it's, sh- it's showing the people that survived and yes. they're, they're celebrating. And I guess the major issue was like, they're celebrating too quickly or they're not really taking into account the, the situation that, 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 or the issues that, that. Well, it begins with them setting fire to all the people who died and they get to kind of mourn. have an, yeah, mourn and have an appropriate goodbye. I mean, when Daenerys lights the fire for, Jorah, mm-hmm. Mormon. I mean, it's it's it was really sad. I was I remember watching it and, and really being choked up. Like, oh my god, this is. He, and and that's that's one of the characters that initially I didn't really appreciate, but yeah. then at the end, yeah, yeah. you really you he's really great. get into. And and that he's sitting there. I mean, he he loved her, and that she could not love him in the way that that he needed or or wanted. Um, and he died for her, mm-hmm. you know. And he he believed in her, and and you know, knowing what we know now. He was he was granted this kind of opportunity to die for her, while she was still the queen that he knew she was. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have to see her change and and become, you know, the queen that she was at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I liked seeing them celebrate and rejoice, and you know, and and kind of just relax. Yeah, because you don't ever see that. You don't get to see it. And you know that more is coming, obviously. There, yeah, there's more issues to deal with, but for the moment, there we can we can be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was nice. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we're led to believe from that episode that basically everybody but our main characters is dead. But apparently there's like... Still, like, 8,000 Unsullied yeah. Dothraki. Well, that's what, like, it seemed as though she said the entire Dothraki... Were dead. Yeah, that they were all gone. But and that, then there's a ton more just waiting to go to King's Landing. The, like, the, the... And then that was one of the issues that I had with this, this season. Like, this unending... It, it's just, no matter who, how many people died, mm-hmm. there always seemed to be a Enough. big fucking army. Yeah. And uh, there just wasn't any consistency there, mm-hmm. I didn't think. Um, and then that that leads into the bells, which is when, and 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 I've got I I, I take issue with that. Um, like that episode overall is just carnage. Yes, you know? and it, it's gratuitous carnage. There's very little substance there. Um, but the gold cloaks, yeah, like the hired army. What the fuck was their purpose? Wait, wait, which gold cloaks? The golden cloaks. The, the seven sun or the whatever sons or second sons. No, no, no. It, it's it's the army that that Cersei hired. Oh. She hired an army that um, Huron Greyjoy ferried over. Oh. And they they line up in front of the in front of the walls of King's Landing to then to then fight back or whatever, and then imme- they're immediately wiped out. Yeah. Immediately destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um. So that. They, they they posed absolutely no threat, and they they weren't even destroyed by the army. They were destroyed by the by the dragons, mm-hmm. or the the one dragon, the one remaining dragon. And so, like I understand people's frustration with the with with Daenerys's turn, because she seemingly like like King's Landing surrenders, and there doesn't seem to be any prompt for her rage. Right. It's just almost like it's been building by, you know, just watching things unfold and 
you know, maybe the reality set in about where she is. You know, it's like she's overlooking King's Landing. Yeah. She maybe has, I don't know, she, she, you know, like it could sink in. Like her last, her other dragon was killed. Miss Sandy was killed. It just all leads up to this final thing. It's like a, you know, It just freeze. didn't seem, it didn't seem enough for me. Or it, it wasn't, it didn't there seem There was no like, other impetus during that battle to make her... Like a trigger. It wasn't communicated. Right. Like, like she knew what the bells meant. Yeah. She knew that it meant surrender. And she was just like, nah, fuck it. But it, it just, that wasn't communicated. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I understand that there is enough for her to go, to, to, to act the way that she is. And I mean, two of her dragons are dead. And then her, her closest confidant was murdered, had her head cut off in front mm-hmm. of her. But if, if that had happened and then she had immediately gone in, blown up. Right. Then I would understand that. But that's not what happened. She had like a day or so to cool down, right. understand what the bells meant, and then did it. So so the turn doesn't make sense. And it wasn't it wasn't earned and so I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it's not earned. I don't have an issue with her doing that. It's just there you have to set the tone. You have to set the groundwork for it. So that just you know, I don't know. That that part I didn't like. Um and then we have the finale. Which was I saw a clip of of like a compilation of, of characters walking because it's just all characters walking. Like everyone's just walking to places. Well that's what you said about the entire series. Everyone's, <laughs> like, everyone's just always just walking. Everyone's so like... always walking. <laughs> and I mean there was some beautiful imagery there, like and, and the the thing where the dragon is behind She lands there's... and the wings are perfect. The wings are yeah. that was cool. Yeah. And I, I, the gravity of the situation lands, you know, the fact that she has changed, even if I don't feel that they, that they personally earned that change. Um, and, and I was, I was just so disappointed with the turn because we've been, they've been building her up to be this person for, for the entire show but then did not spend enough time to show the descent into madness. Mm-hmm. It just, oh, she's this way now. Right. It, it, you have to earn that. You have to show, you, have, you, get, you gotta give me more. to, to I, mm-hmm. I can get on board with her going nuts. It's just you gotta lay more, more baseline. And so, you know, them killing her, and not only like killing her, but killing her in the beginning of the episode was I'm like, what, what are you doing? This is you got to give her more. She this character deserved more, or and, and they didn't, you know. They got to wrap it up sometime. They do, but in the beginning of the of the episode, well, they had so much more content to explain what happens after that. Yeah, and they did a shitty job with that too. I agree. I mean that I understand people's uh, people's people being upset with the yeah. finale, and like I, I did like who survived. I mean, I like that they kept people around because this this show is notorious for just killing off motherfuckers. But so we 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 see. I mean, they name Bran the king, and I'm like, why? It's just so boring. It, it's it's unearned. It's very boring. It doesn't make any sense. I, I get why in the sense that like he is the the even keeled choice. Like, he doesn't want it, but what... Fucking Jon Snow didn't want it. 
you know. Give it to Jon Snow. He earned it. He would just never be. I thought about this. I'm like, I guess it's just at that point he would never be accepted because of. Because he killed. Killing Daenerys. But he's not the king of the Unsullied. But, and what doesn't make sense there also is like, so he wouldn't be accepted by the Unsullied or people of Marine. They're not, those people aren't even from Westeros. They're not. And they didn't even stay in Westeros. No one from Westeros would care. No. She didn't have a following there. They, and if anything, they'd be supportive of him because he's the one who ended her fucking tyrannical reign. Right. And so, not to mention, he is by birthright the actual heir to the throne, the actual one who deserves it. And Bran knew that, and yet he and, and the reasons for them, like if he knew that, and it was like, and then also was like, well, why do you think it came this far? Why did you feel the need to tell everyone that he was a he was actually a, a fucking Targaryen? Mm-hmm. Then, then that whole thing could have been avoided. If if the point of it was to get you to the to the, to the throne or whatever the, the king of of the six whatever, it's just very lame. It, it, it I felt like they let all the air out of a balloon. Yeah, I just felt deflated. And you know, I I heard some of the people talking, like Sophie Turner was interviewed and saying how she felt it was disrespectful for the fans to. Complain about it and disrespectful to the crew, and like, the you know, but that's it's not exactly about the crew. no. But that's just yeah. It's not about the crew. It's not about the sound editing, and you know, although people have been criticized because of the Starbucks cup or whatever, the coffee cup and the water bottles being left behind. Mm-hmm. But to say that it's disrespectful is silly because you put this content out there for the fans. For people to latch on to, people are emotionally invested after this many years of caring about a character, whether that's stupid or not. It's you not know. stupid. That's why they make it. But you, you know, this is. It's it's not it's not about the crew. It's not yeah. about the actors. It's not about the director. It's about the writing and, and the choices that that, yeah. that that they make. And 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 the the writers have given us seven and a half because I I still think that season eight was good. Yeah. Except for the ending. Yeah, me too. It's it's ninety nine point nine percent good. It's at point one. And that's got to be very difficult to end a series well because there are so many that fail to do it right. There is, but they they got it so wrong. Yeah, they did. You could have gotten. I mean, like you could have done fan service and you know get, put Jon Snow on the throne, and everyone would have been like, "That's fine. I accept that." And and mm-hmm. people may have been like a little let down, but it wouldn't be like it is now. It would not be yeah. this disappointing. It's well, it's turned into a joke. You know, the entire thing is a meme. Yeah, and that's sort of sad in a way because it's not going to be celebrated. I mean, everyone was so excited about this whole season. There was so much build up. You know, people. It, it you have Endgame, Avengers Endgame, and then you have this other thing that's ending, and people are have invested years in the entertainment value of each of these right. different industries and. And Endgame, disappointed. End, I mean, Endgame ended so perfectly. Yes, and people were so amped about that. And then this show ends so, so flat. lackluster. And it's like you had you had such great opportunity to make a great ending, and you just didn't take it. Yeah. And I mean, it. I, I just almost anyone other than Bran. <laughs> Seriously, like he he just. He's the least interesting character of the entire show. And I don't care if he's the three-eyed raven. That makes no difference yeah. to me. 
Not to mention there's two dudes on that panel who just showed up that we've never seen before and don't have any attachment to, and we still don't know who they are. They're unnamed. They didn't really even say anything. No. No. But it's just, I was so disappointed by that choice because the character, I I felt the characters deserved more. The other ones Mm -hmm. that put in the work, that that did these things. And, And Bran is literally carried. He's yeah. carried the entire show. And then, so we see John banished to the North, mm-hmm. which, I mean, people make the argument that, like, well, he was, he was always supposed to stay in the North. He's more comfortable. He belongs in the North. Okay, but, like, make that his choice. Make that make his choice to be like, okay, I, I'm going north because that's where I belong. Well, it was a sacrifice. You know, he knew that a sacrifice would have to come with what actions he took and really I think in the grand scheme of things the time that he was away from the Night's Watch wasn't that great like you like you liked his storyline when he was part of that no no I mean like it wasn't that long like his his brief interlude where he leaves and goes to Winterfell that's that's pretty brief and then has to go you know and mine the dragon glass and all that like yeah. it, it takes place over a short amount of time it's it's just I, I think that that character deserved more. And he's a surviving yeah. character. I think that other characters deserve less. I mean, I, I don't think Sansa deserved anything. She Well, she, that's just she, she always wanted to be a queen. And that is kind of boring that she just gets what she wants. <laughs> she put in the least amount of work. Yeah. I mean, she could be the Lady of Winterfell, but like Queen of the North, why? Yeah. Yeah, why? And to bring it up at that point to say, the North still needs to remain... Why? Like, y- Why you were it- just now caring about the North. You wanted to get out of there the first fucking half of the show. Why does it need to not be one of the Seven Kingdoms? I don't get it. Either way, I, I think she didn't deserve what she got. I didn't <laughs> because she got too much. I didn't yeah. think John deserved what he got because he got too little. Um, you know, everyone's talking about the, his re- him being reunited with Ghost, which was sweet. Yeah. And Ghost got fucked because that, that dog... Played like wolf. Deus Ex, that wolf played <laughs> Deus Ex Machina the whole fucking yeah. show. He comes in in the last minute always and saves everyone's ass. <laughs> and he loses an ear, and they're like, yeah, see you. And then he, like, he's the faithful companion to me, and he he deserved more. He deserved a little pat on the back. Well, he literally got a pat on the back. He got a pat on the head. Well, the head. Pat on the back. Scruff. Little um, scratchers, and so that, and, and so they they go beyond the wall. I'm not really sure what that meant, though. Well, I think it's that before when the Night King and the White Watchers were there, they Couldn't. there was no populating that area. There was it was inhabitable, except by the most wild of the wildlings. But is that what they're doing? I believe it is, and because as you know, they pan out. You see the little sprig of green growing in the ground that would it, it kind of signifies that winter is ending and maybe these people can go forth and have a normal life farm you know habitate these areas and I, and I get that but so then what what is the need for the for the for the night's watch then? that's one of the unanswered questions is what is their role what do they have to do the other unanswered questions is like they mention a new prince of dorn who would that be they killed all the people who were from dorn they killed the existing prince. They killed they Tristan. Made, they made Dorn a joke. They made Dorn a joke. They Dorn don't, seemed cool. They don't, we don't ever know what happens to Marine. So, right. 
Daenerys leaves and leaves that one dude in charge and says, like, make sure the people remain safe and this and that. For for them to have spent so much screen time in that place Mm -hmm. and attention being paid to what she did there, we have no idea what the fate of Marine is. Right. It's strange. It's not a complete wrap-up. For as much as they wrapped up, they left a lot of... Loose ends. Loose ends, right. So, I mean, and I know that there are so many subplots that you can't possibly tie up everything. It's not like the series finale of Parks and Recreation where there are six, seven main characters and we know what happens to each of them. Yeah. Or uh, Six Feet Under was is celebrated as one of the best series finales that has ever been. And they're, again, limited characters and storylines. But So I, I get that this is too vast to cover everything. But the significant amount of time they spent talking about it and having us be there. Right, buddy? So, I mean, HBO's over for two right now because The Sopranos ending was was notoriously bad. Yeah. And then this ending is notoriously bad. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, let's, uh, final thoughts. Give me your final thoughts. Final thoughts were, I think it's a great show. I think it's very rich as, like, it weaves a rich tapestry mm-hmm. and really gets you involved and I'm not sorry I watched all of it just because the ending was so lame I just mm. wish that it had been a little better yeah it was just I wanted so much more of that ending and but I'll say that I, I do not regret binging the 75 <laughs> hours Bruno the 75 hours of, of that show I think that the long night made it completely worth it for me um and, you know, ultimately it was a good show. I, I, I got a lot out of it. I thought the characters were great. I now know a lot of, a lot more actors that are getting work now. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, it's so-and-so from, uh, mm-hmm. from, from uh, Game of Thrones. I'm glad that you became open-minded enough to watch it. And you can thank, um, I guess, Kevin Smith for describing, describing ah, that moment. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Um, but, yeah, so that's, uh, that is, you know... My uh, my take on Game of Thrones, our take on, on Game of Thrones as a whole, not just the season finale, the yeah. series finale. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and everything, there was so much more right with it than than was than what was wrong. Um, and I think that as a whole, uh, it, it really works. And it's just, uh, well, now what do I do? Yeah, now what do you do? Rush Chernobyl, I guess. Yeah, Chernobyl. But, uh, all right, that'll do it for us tonight. Um, it, uh, of course I am still Harris Kaufman and this is Braina, no. Braina, Braina and Bruno. Is that so smart? Yeah. Um, this has been, in theory, I was right. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, which you never do, uh, you feel free to email me at I was right podcast at gmail.com. That's the is that the email? I think so. Uh, I think that's the email. <laughs> I saw you hesitate. <laughs> I was like, that sounds right. But either way. All right, everybody. Good night. Bye.